Greetings, peasants. I mean, hello, brave warriors, noble adventurers, and devious dungeon masters. Welcome back to the Knights and Nerds podcast. This is Tim. I'm the dungeon master, and I just want to say thank you very much for listening to this. Uh, super quick announcement. Earlier this week, I recorded a Patreon Creating Villains episode that was uh, very closely connected to one of the main antagonists in the God's Eye campaign. This is almost like a behind-the-screen episode. Um, and that's going to be available to our Nemesis patrons, uh, talking like some heavy-duty, potential heavy-duty spoiler stuff. I was joined by I was joined by one of our longtime listeners, Al, who was gracious enough to lend some of his amazing creativity, and we had a great discussion. And you know what? It was so much fun that I really want to do it again um, with... Uh, other aspects of the campaign, talk to other patrons. So if that's something that interests you, uh, you know, hop on the Patreon. Link is in the podcast notes. And yeah, it was it's it's so great to be able to to talk to all of you. And it really blows me away it's like after talking to Al and after you know being on the Discord and having the behind the screen uh Discord channel and the DM group on Facebook. I am just so blown away by how creative this community is. And uh, so, I mean, hats off, hats off to you. And other than that, I want to say a huge thank you to Nexus and Kay, uh, two of our amazing also patrons and also very active in the Discord. They sent me an incredibly kind care package uh, last week, almost right on time for my birthday. And... um, it was an incredibly generous gesture. So thank you, Nexus NK, for that. Uh, I, I can't put into words exactly how special it made me feel, but but on a scale of 1 to 10, I would say like 30. Anyways, that's it for me. Let's get into episode 23 of the God's Eye campaign. If you're enjoying these episodes, you can help us out by telling a friend, leave us a rating or review, uh, wherever you can, uh, wherever you feel like it, rather. Um, if you're interested in the, Patre- uh, the Patreon, there's that too, where we have lots of fun stuff. Other than that, let's rejoin our party. Kevin, Matt, and Sarah, otherwise known as Gutterbird, Thaddeus, and Chai Spice, featuring Grease Trap. Super quick recap before my power goes out again. Uh, last time we played, you ascended Scour's Perch, you fought Scour, which was a uh, wyvern that was supposed to be hibernating. It wasn't. It was quite awake and angry. Uh, you fought it as you were ascending a sheer rock face. You managed to kill it. And once you got to the top of Scour's perch, you entered sort of a more wide open plateau area that was slanting upwards towards other craggy mountain uh, peaks. It was almost like you were in like the... Uh, like the center or the, uh, yeah, almost like you were sort of in uh, like a crown. It was like a crown of, of jagged rocky spires that was all around you. And you saw through the blowing driving snow a dim light uh, in the distance. And as you trudged through the snow towards it, you heard a deep voice as though the mountains themselves were talking. And a boulder of considerable size came sailing through the uh the air and 
really whacked Thaddeus for a lot of damage. And then a voice called out to you, asked you to run towards uh, the light, which is always a dubious calling, but uh, you got into this cave entrance and lo and behold, sitting by this uh, small fire in this cavern was none other than Bryce Baylock. Or Needle Dick, as I call him. <laughs> right, yes. He's never lived down that nickname. For the record, Thaddeus does not call him Needle Dick, just oh, Okay. So the the cavern is, like, the I guess the entrance where you are, uh, the cavern entrance, I think I said, was maybe, like, ten feet across and, you know, maybe six feet high. So it's it's not a very tall entrance. And as you went towards it, you can see that there were other boulders around, like, in this sort of open area. Other boulders had been thrown quite recently. And the cavern itself is, you know, maybe 30 feet across. There's a dim light that Bryce is standing... Uh, sorry, there's a, a small fire that Bryce is standing uh, next to, and the dim firelight is sort of like casting some dim light on the nearby cavern walls, and anyone with dark vision can see through the deep shadows behind him that there are uh, two other tunnels that snake off, presumably into other like chambers. And so he he says, well, you took longer to get here than I thought you would. But I'm guessing it wasn't my soldiers that slowed you down. Tell me, did you let any of them live? Hell no. So Bryce grins at that and he says, I, I thought exactly as much. And I didn't think that they would do much other than to let you know that I was already ahead of you. And I see you've already had some brief introduction to the Lords of the Mountain. Thaddeus's arm is just out of its socket, swinging <laughs> at his side. And I'm actually just a, holding it beside you. <laughs> has, has a look on his face of, well, no shit. <laughs> but he does not respond. He sort of gestures for you to, like, come in. And he says, I, I did not want to meet you here. But here we are. I found this place, and it was the only refuge that I could muster. To be honest, I kind of sickened myself, hoping that you would appear, and here you are. Because we're all after the same thing right now, aren't we? We know it's coming, and we're both trying to get there. But the problem... The problem is these lords of the mountain... We can't get past them. We have tried. We have sustained injury. We have been pushed back. We have been nearly killed. We can't get past them on our own. So I propose to you a temporary alliance where we set aside our animosities, our vengeful hearts, and we combine our strength to overcome them. Because our two separate groups don't stand a chance alone. It's only together that we'll have enough strength to beat them. He says if you don't agree, 
He motions back outside. He says, you're welcome to try on your own. Thaddeus shifts his weight, kind of turns to put his back to the side of the cavern so he can look deeper in, but also look deeper, like look further out. Kind of like he's very much considering just going on his own, having even been hit by a boulder. <laughs> I think I'll just look Bryce like dead in the face and be like, you keep saying we. Who's with you? He says, well, I have some friends inside and I have some friends outside. Well, that doesn't seem like a very nice way to start this relationship. I think we need a little bit more honesty from you. Okay. Fair enough, he says. He looks over his shoulder into the darkness and he says, come forth. And there are um, two of the Grey Eladrin that step forward out of one of the chambers behind him. Are these the ones that we fought at the tavern? Oh, yeah. What's their posture like? What is their... Are they kind of approaching calmly? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're acting, they're following Bryce's lead as though this is like sort of a white flag kind of situation, like a, you're, you're parlaying. And who's outside? Oh, he says, well, actually, funny thing, you might recognize them. And he sort of gestures like a ghostly hand towards the cavern entrance and his eyes kind of like, his pupils go almost opaque for a moment. And there's a few of the mounds of snow begin to move. And like from underneath these snow banks stands six, sorry, five undead, a mixture of ghouls and ghasts. And they look like death. They look like they look like one of them's got a broken loot string and they look like ghastly and ghouly versions of pilgrims that you that you once encountered one of them who kind of bears a resemblance to Hastings has a gaping greatsword wound in his chest where it looks like he was previously run through two of them look like they've run through fields of spikes one of them looks like they've been eldritch blasted and then one of them has like barely any eyes like their eyes are blood red as if they've been poison sprayed directly in the face and he says may I present to you our cannon fodder you're a sick man no you're just sick you're a monster and if my arm was in its socket I would throttle you he doesn't stop smiling and he says I would very much like to know your decision do we have a temporary peace? And he sort of shrugs off his cloak so that you can see his his battered but still impressive looking armor. And he says, or do we not? I wonder how much of a choice we have. I know yeah. that's exactly is like, I don't like this at all. Thaddeus just turns his back to him and like makes the huddle gesture. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had like zone of like a a cone of silence. Cone of silence spell. <laughs> yes. So while we're like kind of huddled up, Thaddeus just kind of says to them, "He's like, I cannot fight in this situation." 
and I really want to. I do not like the idea of any of this, because this man has a shocking history of betrayal. So I would recommend that I just not have any say in the matter. I'm going to turn, I think, to Kyogen and be like, I'm assuming that these things he's talking about, these giants are no match for us. Or we're no match for them. Sorry. <laughs> that is a different meaning. Oh, that would be a very preferable situation. Otherwise. Could you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be Got great. He's like, father. oh, no, it's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, don't worry about I'm it. I'm going to... Yeah. Just some giants. Uh, Kyogen, it seems to be surprised. He doesn't... Like, he's trying to make sense of anything. He, he like, looks at you and he's like, giants? Giants? Like, there's only legends. And Bryce... Uh, quips up and he says well the legends are true and what's more do you know why no one has been able to find their way through this maze it's because of their trickery they have their own magics where they create mazes out of magic to deceive people to lead them astray to keep them away from something at this I'm going to look at Thaddeus And I wish I had some way to mentally, like, do you think we need to find the center, like, your vision? Like, I'm not going to say that out loud, but I'm just going to, like, stare at Bryce, or not Bryce, I'm going to stare at Thaddeus and be like, yeah, it's like, any of that sounding familiar? Thaddeus will take a couple steps forward, and as he does, you hear the most sickening crunch as he puts his shoulder back in. Oh, God. The obvious grimace of pain on his face as he does it is actually overshadowed by an even more grotesque grimace as he says Bryce if you fuck me again I will climb through every layer of the nine hells to come back and get you and then I will drag you through each one myself. I'm going to lean into Gutterbird. I'm like, I think he really means it. Yeah, I was going to, like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. It's like, ooh. For the first time since you've walked in the cave, Bryce's smirk vanishes, and he has, like, a very serious, like, no-bullshitting look on his face, and he says, I believe you. And he takes, like, one step closer to you and he says now I want your oath Oh, I have one oath and you don't like it but I will say this no one but me is gonna kill you and he says I need you to swear that we will not we will not come to blows until until we have reached safety I need you to swear it. The hi- history is being made in this meager cave. And if something goes wrong, if you try to exact your revenge on me, your story will not be told. Thaddeus has an intelligence of 10. Based on the words that Bryce has used, 
Thaddeus wants to try and craft an agreement in which he essentially says yes, but on his terms of what safety means. Like, his terms of safety mean we've gotten past the giants and we're not getting fucked over by this maze. Not, oh, you've gotten the peace you need, you've completed your ritual, you're now safe. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't he, love the wording. Yeah, it, 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 Thaddeus just doesn't like the wording and he, uh, he'll stand up a bit straighter. His back and wounded shoulder cracks again. We might not agree on the term safety. So let's say this. When we have overcome the challenges of the mountain, then you and I can have a spirited, nonverbal conversation. How does that work? He says, why stop there? Let's get more specific. Overcome the challenges of the mountain. But when we fell these giants and they are no longer a threat to us, is that is that when the truce will be put aside? Well, no, I assume that the giants also have an extra little bit to their bullshit. So I assume you're going to want us to do a little bit further. Because let's face it, we're damn good at what we do. His smirk comes back and he nods and he says, I, I will promise you on the unholiest of altars, on the most sacrosanct thing that I can possibly conceive of, which is my own life. If we come to blows again, I will announce it. It will be clear as a bell and plain as day. And I ask, I ask the same from you. Plenty of warning, a gentleman's agreement. When I hit you, you'll be looking at me. Don't worry. And you'll know it's coming. Okay. I I should say at this point, anyone is welcome to roll an insight check? To see if... Yeah, I 100%. (laughs) I'm like, I... I want to do that. I also want to... I was going to say, can I... I want to be acutely aware to see if anyone else in this room is casting spells. Like, I want to look at hands, I want to look at mumbles, I want to look at everything. Can I... Can my getting him to keep talking be advantage, be the help action for her on a, uh, a wisdom check or an insight check? I don't know if it matters. I rolled a natural 20. Sure, yeah. Maybe if you get two natural 20s, he'll give you even more. Can you more. imagine? Watch, it's going to be a one. Yeah. I literally just rolled two natural 20s. No way. Wow. That's hilarious. So I see through space and time right now, I'm pretty sure. Mm. So insight, and I want to see everything. Right. So, I mean, you don't really have a big history with Bryce. It doesn't sound like uh, he's not giving off, like, the cues of someone who's, who's spinning a yarn or, or a horse feather or a tall tail or a bluff. And as best you can tell, the Aladdin are, are waiting by, maybe a little impatiently, um, as though maybe they look down on Bryce a little bit. That's all that you're picking up from them. While this kind of conversation seems like it's going down, like, it, like it's, it's winding down, like they're, they're getting to an agreement of like, we're not going to kill each other kind of thing. I'm going to put my hand on 
Thaddeus's less fucked up shoulder to not cause you more pain. And I'm just gonna be like, I don't think any of us like it, but I think I get the sense this is how we're going to move forward. Uh, you can't tell if the wince of pain is from your words or your hand, <laughs> but there is there is a likelihood of both. <laughs> I can I also with that see. Do I can I pick on pick up on any sense of magic through the like you said there's caverns like tunnels behind them. Yep. Do I get any sense of like magic from these or is there any other sounds coming out or like is it colder air or is there anything anything happening coming out of those tunnels? As far as you can tell it looks pretty unassuming. I mean the the most noise you get is the howling of the wind from behind you. It's pretty ubiquitous. I think the thing that Chai is probably grappling with is that so she gets the sense that this alliance is true, but does she believe them in the sense that there's no way they can get by? Because I've seen like this supposed master summon them away and do some crazy magic shit. So I'm like, do I genuinely get the sense that this is their only option? Like, do they look fucked up? Like they got hit with a boulder? (laughs) They don't look like like they've just been through the ringer like you, but uh, based on what you've seen outside... They look like they've been pinned down? Pretty yeah. much. I really don't like it, but I don't know if there's another way forward unless we go down these mystery tunnels. But that won't lead us to God's eye. That would just lead us to another... It would be building a mystery. <laughs> sure. Wow, Sarah McLaughlin reference? <laughs> Hey, in the eyes of the angel, they're all good. (laughs) For fuck's sakes. That was a stretch. Oh boy. Okay, well, with a tentative agreement reached, um, Bryce will turn and throw a few more uh, pieces of wood on the fire. And uh, he says, well, make yourself as comfortable as you can. He motions back towards the, the cavern behind him. And he says, there's a couple of chambers I imagine it will be an uneasy rest. We will be in one chamber, you in the other, and we will have peace through the night. Thaddeus will just walk past him. He says, well, I've never known him to be a man of few words. I'm just going to look at, I'm just going to look at Bryce and be like, you really want to piss him off, don't you? To Bryce. And he says, on the contrary, I could not be happier with this turn of events. Oh, that I want to insight check, actually. And that exact wording. Watch it be in that one as payback. Uh, not uh, 13. Uh, I mean, Bryce seems kind of... He's got a little bit of Elden's sarcasm, but he's much more serious. He, he does seem kind of pleased that you've struck a deal. You hear a loud grinding sound coming from the room, uh, and it is definitively the sharpening of an axe. <laughs> so, as we're in this little cavern, is this actually just like the entrance of one of the tunnels? Yeah. So there's there's basically like two caverns. The tunnels are fairly narrow. Uh, to each of them, they're about you know fifteen twenty feet. They kind of are are craggy and winding. It's not like a straight shot. Um, 
so it would be easy to defend each each chamber because only one person can get through at a time pretty much maximum and Bryce can't pass up the opportunity to say well he's always got an axe to grind doesn't he okay uh, unless anybody has any questions or things that you want to talk about we can go through the long rest unless you want to get up to any hijinks I don't shift, not watches. want to get up to hijinks I'm shift gonna... watches are a mandatory <laughs> yes, so I I dare Thaddeus to put Bryce's hand in a bowl of cold water when he falls asleep. <laughs> Thaddeus is going to turn, look at Gutterbird, and with a level of seriousness that rivals the tone he had when talking to Bryce, goes, That man is already a puddle of piss. There's no way I'm not going to touch him and not kill him. That's fair, and I feel as though for the moment we uh, unfortunately can't do that one. I would like to ritual cast detect magic. Okay, sure. So you're you're in your chamber. And I'd like to go down the tunnel a little bit as well. I'd, I'll do it a couple of times because it's just I can ritual do it. Oh, sure. Tim, the tunnels, are they just tunnels that lead to the two chambers? Yeah, each each tunnel goes or off in a separate like direction. Is the start of a cavern system? So so each tunnel is like, if we it's like a wishbone, and at the end of the wishbone is the chambers that we are camping. Exactly, yeah. It's not like they keep going into a network of caves. Uh, no. I mean, there may be some crevices in the wall, but like nothing that a human can fit through. So there may there okay. may be lar- larger okay. ways no, to get wanna... through it, but not not as a human size. Okay, so I would like to do detect magic closer as like deep into the mountain as I can get, technically, and then close enough to the opening, like almost in the central space again. Like I'll cast it and then kind of walk into that space as well, because I only need a couple of hours of meditation to do my shit. So I'm going to be up and doing this for a bit right okay you don't there's no magical spells or effects in your chamber or in the the area with the fire pit i don't know if you want to try to venture down the other passage like towards their camp yeah uh how far is it into their camp roughly like the the passageway is about you know, 15 feet. Perfect. I'm going to be in the center room and still detect magic down into their cavern because it's a range of 30 feet. Okay. So is it is it like you have to have line of sight to something or is it like an aura? I can't remember off the top of my head how it works. It's an aura. Th- so uh, for the duration, you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. As long as they're not blocked, in this case, as long as they're not blocked by one foot of stone. So if it's an open cavern tunnel down that's only 15 feet, I would be able to do this. Uh, uh, if I sense any magic, I, uh, I can use an action to see a faint aura around it so I can see what object or creature is is having magic or has magic. Um, and I learn the school of magic if there is one. So anytime I sense magic, I'm going to do that. Okay. So you get a ping basically like where the passageway opens up into their chamber. 
there is a magical effect mm-hmm. that is sustained there, and the school is abjuration. Mm-hmm. Shocker. Is there anything from them? Like any magical items that they have or any other effects that they've cast down there? Oh, um, I mean, Bryce has his magical weapon. The And that's still the angry skull thing? E- yeah, screaming. It's not screaming right now, the, but yes, yeah. Sorry. But it screams. Yeah. Oh, it screams. <laughs> and I'm not, am I getting anything off the Aladrin? And where did the undead people go? I mean, they've kind of like burrowed back into the snow outside. Lovely, lovely. Not haunting in the slightest. Uh, let me check my notes on the Aladrin. In the meantime, <clears throat> um, may I ask what it means to you guys, um, that is to say the members of my party, that the spell that we detected is part of the, the, the abjuration school? Like, what does that tell us? There are a variety of schools of magic that typically have, like, different effects. So, for example, like, if I learned it was a charm spell, then it would, like, have consequences of, like, changing people's emotions and making people more conducive to believe you, that kind of thing. But abjuration is big, bad, bangy trap. Yeah, uh, abjuration is always a defensive magic. Yeah. So, like, mage armor or shield of faith is yes. technically abjuration. Okay. But if there is a abjuration on an area, it is usually either a trap or a sensing ward. Yeah. So it would so, be just that they would be alerted if we were to sort of... Yeah, I was going to say, it's likely something along the lines of, I don't want to tr- figure it out, but it might be either something that would, like, set off an, an alarm spell or something that is actually going to cause me pain if I touch go through it so I'm not going to do that but uh, typically those are the kinds of things okay but like so for example like divination would be uh, typically more like uh, ones where you're trying to figure something out so like detecting spells um, evocation ones are usually light and boomy and and like balls of fire kind of spells um i'm trying to think of what are the other ones i always forget uh enchantment is your charm spells yeah. necromancy yeah uh, so undead things necromancy spells would trigger. yeah okay um now would i'm just wondering if there's any way that uh maybe we can we can sort of commission grease trap to post up near that and uh, you know, maybe, maybe see what he, see what he can glean about the nature of the protection that's there. But then also maybe see if there's there's any way he can, you know, just by proximity see or hear anything through it. Maybe without specifically interacting with it. Yeah, I mean, like I don't think he needs to sleep like we do, so he can probably just like watch them all night while we sleep, mm-hmm. and he could wake us if yeah. So that's another good defense for sure. That's a good idea. Oh, and I, speaking of that, thank you for reminding me. I'm going to spend my last wild shape for the day and cast Find Familiar. It's a ritual spell, and I'm going to I'm going to do it. What would be helpful here? How long does your familiar last? Mm. Uh, I think until it dies, if I'm not mistaken. Isn't that how the spell lasts? It just has a casting time. Its duration is listed as instantaneous. So yeah, yes. so I think I summon it, and then that's that's it. 
Like it's, uh, I think it's around until it, because it has hit points equal to whatever creature I create. Nice. So what's it gonna be? I don't know. I was just trying to think what would be useful. Okay, so it must take a the russet form. potato. It's not gonna be a potato. Uh, so it has to take the form of a bat, cat, crab, frog, hawk, lizard, octopus. Probably not the most likely. Uh, owl, poisonous snake, or fish, rat, raven, seahorse, spider, or weasel. I feel like a snowy owl might be... Take me to the weasel. (laughs) Though spider would be on brand. I do feel like the ability to scout ahead would be advantageous. But I do think my familiar, I'm assuming, is visible. Yes. Yeah, let's go... Let's kick it old school wizard shit. Let's go snowy owl. Nice. Okay, and Kevin, you said you're sending Grease Trap to do a mixture of basically being a lookout and also to potentially eavesdrop? Mm-hmm. A little bit of recon. Yeah. Oh, sorry, one last thing uh, before I forget. Chai's Detect Magic. In addition to the mace, mm. uh, Bryce is also wearing an amulet. And one of them has a okay. like a wand or a staff. Do I get a school of magic off the amulet? Oh, we have the amulet that prevents scrying. We got that from someone. Yeah. We've got the no look bubble. Yeah. The staff and amulet are both uh, abjuration. I will point out that your amulet, I guess, would also technically be considered abjuration. Okay, um, anything else before you take a long rest? My last divine sense for the day. Oh. Is Are there just the undead that I know about? <laughs> Good question. Uh, yeah, just those five. And then I guess if you get fiends, the little, the little imp. Yeah. Celestials too? No. Any hidden angels wanting to help out the team? No. No. <laughs> Come on. Help the team. <laughs> Looking for a little, little angels in the outfield action. Yeah. Looking for that Matthew McConaughey hookup. Hey, hey, hey. I Was he in Angels in the Outfield? He was the center fielder. Another movie that Sarah hasn't seen. Which one? Sorry. Angel, wasn't even angels in the Outfield? I have seen that one. Yeah. Oh, well, fuck me then. Sean Sean Astin isn't in it. (laughs) Do you guys remember Rookie of the Year? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, I referenced it on Tuesday. Great movie. Gary Busey in a fatherhood role. Oh, no. (laughs) That's unfortunate. (laughs) Good job, Disney. (laughs) They didn't know. No one knew fully. I don't know if anyone does now know fully. Yeah, know what? I mean... (laughs) Oh, just Busey being Busey. I mean, he's got a kid. Yeah, that that's not... <laughs> also looks terrifying. But yeah. That's beside the point. That doesn't... Jake Busey was in the, the Frighteners. Crazy. And Starship Troopers. And oh my God. nothing else. <laughs> that's not true. He's <laughs> in other stuff. Nothing else that I'm aware in, of. I think he was in Tomcats. It's a... Amazing movie. Hang on. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, but I disagree. 
Yes, thank you. I was like, let's not say things we can't take. Matt, did you have a question? I thought you were going to ask a game-related question. I did, and you answered it, and we moved on from there. Okay, no, no, we've just gone through so many twists and turns, I've forgotten where we were. Um, The night passes, and Gutterbird... Sorry, Grease Trap will report a few things that it overheard. To put it into a nutshell and not just go verbatim, um, Grease Trap hears some some back and forth between the Eladrin and Bryce, and it sounds like the Eladrin are unhappy with this agreement. They ask Bryce, "How do you know you can trust them?" And he says, "He says Thaddeus won't betray an oath." He says, if there's if there's anyone whose word is actually worth anything, it's Thaddeus. Oh, it's worse that he's complimenting me. I know, what a compliment. And they say, you should not honor your side. We should kill them as soon as the opportunity presents itself. And he says, no. He says, I won't go back on my word. And they say... You're putting us in danger. Have you forgotten our side of the bargain? And he says, no, I haven't forgotten. They say, our queen still languishes in shadows while we fritter away in the snow. And he doesn't really have a reply to that. He simply says, I'm doing what I can. Queen, what do you say? Queen lies in the shadows? Languishes. Languishes. Something about fritters. Fuck, no, I want donuts. Does that strike any chords with me about the Feywild? Oh, what was the place in the Feywild? The the dark place. The, the Borderlands. The Borderlands. Uh, nope. Do I know any history? I think... Okay. Doesn't okay. rebel. Never mind. <laughs> Don't even ask. Okay. Guess I'll just fuck up. I'll just fuck right off. Fine. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Guess I'll just fuck up. I'll Sounds just, suspicious yeah. to me. <laughs> fuck right Ignore off. it. Ignore it. Um... <laughs> What's that from? Oh, it's from uh, Arrested Development with uh, Martin Short's character. I can't remember. Un- Uncle Jack, where he pukes and he's like, ignore it, ignore it. Yeah, they like, shake him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Martin Short is a national treasure. Dragon. All right. So, night passes uneventfully. So Regain your hit points. <laughs> hit dice, spell slots, all that stuff. Whew. Maybe you have an uneasy sleep, but you, you wake up. Composed and ready for the trials ahead. Are we though? <laughs> oh yeah, Thaddeus needs to hit something now. <laughs> okay, as you start the day, there's already. Well, actually, I don't know if if Chai would be like out and about like before anybody else, but like the the at least one of oh. the Aladrin's going to be in the main room like watching outside and just sort of like meditating mm-hmm. so oh I'd love to like creepily watch one of the grey Aladrin for a number of hours in the morning before anyone else is up alright you do that uh, at some point Bryce do I see any Sorry, go ahead. symbols on their clothing do I see, like on the Aladrin do I see any like symbology like any I don't know if it's as easy as, like, I heart Jesus, but, like, do I see any symbols of, like, any deity, any royal court or symbol symbol of any kind that I can, like, pinpoint? Just a misfits patch. Yeah. 
100%. What would the wild mother do, you know? It's like, I've been to the Borderlands and all I got was this crappy t-shirt, t-shirt. So. Um, yeah, you know, like they do have some embellishments on their, like on, maybe like on their sleeves or something. It's nothing that you recognize. I'll have to see if I can find the actual uh, symbol and and describe it to you. But there, there is something in it. I mean, like you, it's it's quite striking. It doesn't look random. It would look like potentially like a symbol that you wear if you're observant of some kind of higher power. It's not the red sun and red stars symbol. I will vividly memorize that symbol and burn it into my brain. Okay. You're going to try to talk to them or no? Or just, just kind of spy on them? I don't think so. I think I'm literally, like, I'm not even, I wouldn't even say spying. Like, I'm just in the center room and I am just, like, literally, like, unblinking watching them. Like, I'm not being subtle about it. And I don't care. Sorry, did you say you're in the room with them? Well, you said that they were in the main room and then out by, like, the entrance. So I'm, like, literally, well, I'm going to be out in that main room mm. and and in that entranceway. Like, I'm going to be watching them. Because, I again, like, I don't sleep. So if they're going to be out and about doing shit, I want to, while the other people are still sleeping, I'm going to be watching that as well. All right. Fair enough. I think the interchange would be brief. They would look at you and uh, the one looks at you and says, an Aladrin from the court... Enjoy your time while it lasts. I'll just, like, very slowly smirk back at them, and I'll be like, Funny, I was going to say about the same to you. At some point, Bryce will uh, awaken, and he's got some, some, like, hairs buried in the snow that he will dig out and start to cook over the fire. And as anyone else wakes up, he's... He's, uh, you know, willing to share. Thaddeus throws a ration into the fire to heat it up. It's wrapped in tinfoil. Very good. You can like a s'more? No. I'm heating my shawarma. I'll just... Oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> I'll just turn to Thaddeus and be like, we've been out here days. You're going to eat that? We have to be behind you for a number of hours. <laughs> it's been cold out here the whole... Thaddeus just turns and goes, nature's refrigerator. Gestures <laughs> uh, to the snow. I will, as this is all happening, over over all the food I can see, I'm going to ritual cast purify food. <laughs> so we don't all immediately die of a variety of poisons and or whatever Shwed and Sharma will do to our body after a number of days. In the in ye old days, so food and drink. they didn't, they didn't call it salmonella. It was, it was the meat curse. <laughs> Jokes on you. The ultimate meat sweat. (laughs) Opens it up. Falafel. Boom. Roasted. (laughs) Plot twist. No, falafel's fried, you idiot. It's a joke. Joke. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it worked. He was just disgruntled about the fact he didn't think of it. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Yep. Game sees game, yeah. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Cool. All right. So, uh, now is the time where I guess you would talk and kind of create a, a bit of a game plan. Presumably these three might know a bit more about what you're up against. And so you need to sort of 
identify your real objective and kind of create a, a tactical approach. So Thaddeus sits down and looks at them all and says, Well, I guess we as a team and huge you, air quotes. You, you hate that you say that? Yeah, <laughs> it just feels weird in my mouth. Um, uh, I guess we need to know exactly what you're all capable of. So please tell me all of your strengths and uh, weaknesses specifically. <laughs> specifically yeah. maybe some weaknesses that we can help <laughs> cover up with our tactical maneuvers. Uh... Post-haste. <laughs> so Bryce will say, we think that there's probably two, and they're very fond of throwing rocks, as you've already gathered. And one of them seems to be able to harness magic somehow. And so we're dealing with that too. So we're going to be under a barrage as we approach of thrown boulders, potentially magical artillery. And then once we get up close, they are not easy to contend with when you're up close. So your intention is to take them on rather than get past them? He he kind of shrugs and he says I'm I'm open to either approach whichever approach gets us through alive what have you attempted so far well you've attempted to fight them at range but there aren't enough of us with ranged capabilities and we've attempted to as soon as he says with the ranged capabilities I immediately like try and clock if he was like looking at the Eladrin or like what like I was like oh who doesn't uh, who doesn't have distance and I'm like I'm like I'm trying to clock that oh well he Thaddeus makes mental note of yeah so he he's sort of suggesting that they do have some distance but it's not enough and he says sending he gestures towards the the snow banks outside and he says sending those after one of them is not it's not enough. He swats them away as if they're they're nothing. We need to wound it first so that when these minions arrive at it, that they're actually able to threaten its life. How far would you say it is to work clear of them if we were to attempt to just carry on? They're not incredibly fast. We can get past them, but as long as they're alive, as long as the spellcasting one is alive... It might trap us somehow, and then we're back to where we started, or perhaps worse, we're caught in its maze. So they're easy enough to get past. So if we're able to get past them, we may not be safe. If we can kill the caster and then get past them, that's much better. If we can kill both, that would be the most difficult, but also the best. He says, I assume that you already know about- Chai's real conflicted. That the Starfall is going to be landing somewhere in that range back there. But if if it comes down and the spellcaster is still alive, we have no hope of getting to it, any of us. And can you imagine what these things will do if they get to it? Think of those innocent, worthless peasants down below. I don't care about them, but you might. <laughs> Fight my 
goddamn monster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a lot of that influence. <laughs> okay, so the reason I'm going down this line of questioning is basically because of the wording that he made you agree to. Is that if he views us as not being safe, we can go farther. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If we fight this thing right now, kill them, and then he views us, the deal is done, then we fight the giants and then immediately fight them. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think is a great combo. So my Chai's logic, based on the wording of that pseudo-oath he made you agree to, is that if we go past, we keep the danger intentionally. That's my own, I mean, that was my only thought. From an, from an RP perspective, sure. Thaddeus isn't against it. The, from a... You want to kill Bryce faster, so you want the things gone? Well, if we're fighting, Bryce isn't really a ranged guy either. He's going to be up there. So, he might take quite a bit, too. GB, what do you think? I feel like we need to take them out. Yeah? Yeah. No, the giants. What about the giants? (laughs) (laughs) Everybody. (laughs) Oh, there's that GB energy I was looking for. Everyone! (laughs) (laughs) Good movie. Okay. If we're leaning towards attacking them, then sure, let's do this. I just... I don't love the idea of fighting them immediately <laughs> after fighting two giants. You don't love any of this? No. No to, one Yes. Does. Step one, all of this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Step two, some of it is slightly less bullshitty. All right. So he says... So Bryce would ask, like, to get a stock of, like... What sort of fighting are, like, the three of you, sorry, the four of you, most comfortable with? I mean, Kyogen's going to immediately say that he's not equal to this task and he does not want to be involved. I was just going to say, Kyogen is our guy. Thaddeus just stands there and goes, Kyogen is our guy. He is not in this fight. He will prepare sandwiches and orange slices for (laughs) (laughs) everyone. I actually could I can I maybe get one of those Capri Sun pouches that I have to stab a bunch with a straw? That'd be really good. Really yeah. lifts the mood. <laughs> and he Bryce looks towards Gutterbird and he says, What about this one? What can he do? Ooh, I'm torn to to reveal all I'm capable of, but I do have some uh, some long distance um some long distance spell casting abilities, so I'll I'll say that. One of the Eladrin, like, says over his shoulder to Bryce and just whispers, like, whispers something. Roll a perception check to see if you hear what she says. Now, because I've lost sight in one eye, <laughs> are my other senses heightened? I got another natural 20. Oh, actually, I got a dirty 20. I got oh, no, 12. a 19. And uh, that makes it a 26 on perception. The Eladrin says, like... When Bryce asks, what can this one do? She says very quietly, don't underestimate him. That goes for all of us, sweetheart. And she says, well, yes, but we don't care about you. 
Hey, hey Kev, remember what we talked about in that Patreon episode? I think it's legit. Slash, you should go listen to the Patreon and be a member and do all that fun patron shit. But I think it's legit. Kev, I think it's real. Anyway, carry on. So Bryce says, okay, how about anyone with ranged attacks who can stay at a distance, you dance around the rock thrower as much as you can, and we'll send half of those undead garbage people at it so that it has to swing at them instead of throwing at you constantly. And then Thaddeus and I will go after the spellcaster with a few more of those things and we'll beat the hell out of it until it's dead. Yeah. I'm into that. Where, where would that put the Eladrin? So that would put the Eladrin... They'd be closer, right? The whole thing was is that... Yeah, so that would be basically like... It's basically like splitting the forces. So the the, the ghouls and ghasts are going to split apart. Um, and you... Sorry, this would also be the... the um, what did I call it before? That you got from the wolves? Like the, the shambling dead or something like that? This is what they were referring to? Oh, the shambling? Yeah. Oh, the, the walking rot or something like that. Walking rot. So he's basically saying the Eladrin, Gutterbird, and maybe Chai. I don't know. Chai's a question mark right now because you haven't really landed in one camp or the other. Uh, and ha- half of the undead will go after basically the, the rock-throwing, axe-wielding giant. And then Thaddeus and Bryce... And a couple of other ghouls will go after the spellcasting one. So I don't know. I don't know where you think you can best fit in, Chai. I have a little bit of everything. I don't like the idea of Thaddeus. No matter where I go, I'm leaving one of us alone with others. Yeah, I'm concerned about the <clears throat> Thaddeus and Bryce team. It's a quandary. Well, so Thaddeus will turn. Well, you have Thaddeus a, will turn with you, you guys choice. seeing, like you guys being in this way, and then just Thaddeus will turn and be like, "Let's think about it this way: if you leave me alone with Needle Dick and the Grateful Dead over here, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, how many am I outnumbered by versus how many is Gutterbird outnumbered by?" True. If the Aladrin are going with. Exactly. Yeah. It's probably best to keep the two of you together. Besides, I got this. <laughs> okay. Okay. Kyogen. Cucumber sandwiches. <laughs> no crust. I was going to say no crust. You got me. You know how I like it. <laughs> and Thaddeus winks at Kyogen. Bryce stands up and he says, Yes! Cucumber sandwiches for all. Jesus. Clearly the signal to poison all of the cucumber sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) The unwritten rule. (laughs) Bryce spits into the fire and he says, let's go kill us some giants. And before you do that. Can we just just finish breakfast? (sighs) Well, it's a hell of a breakfast because you're all going up to fucking level six. Oh, shit. Ooh, I have a very important question then. 
Oh, oh do you need to retcon your uh, <laughs> the night before? I might need to. Why? What was the night? I just want to. Th- I'm. I need to think of what level I want to take. All right. Fair enough. Oh, yeah. We'll figure that out. That's interesting. I need to think of what level I want to take. We'll figure that out offline, and we'll talk about it next time.